0: Hey, Reed McDonald here from the uh, Dump and Change uh, podcast. Uh, just wanted to touch on the uh, fact that, uh, we are, uh, in some difficult and crazy times for sure with the coronavirus wreaking havoc on uh, our daily lives, but, uh, this too shall pass. And we're thinking about you all out there, keep each other safe, take care of each other. Uh, but as a bonus, there's plenty of time to, uh, listen to some entertaining tomfoolery on the Dump and Change podcast. Enjoy episode three. Peace guys. Welcome to Episode 3 of the Dump and Change Podcast, presented by Odd Man Rush Brewing, coming to you from the Odd Man Rush Studios, located in uh, deep, deep Negro Valley. Real deep. I love saying that, Negro Valley. Uh, I'm your host, Reed McDonald, uh, aka Rito, if you want to get real personal. Uh, As always, to my right, Walter Jr. Eunice. What's up, Walter? Good evening, everybody. Do you prefer Walt or Walter, uh, Walt.
1: I, most people call me Walt. To be honest with you, Ryan Gray calls me Walter, <laughs> um, and uh, Kenny Adams from high school. I don't know if I remember him or not. He always called me Wally. So Wally, uh, whatever, 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 whatever. I'm good with whatever. It's fine. Um, we're all grown ups here. And if uh, default,
0: if default is just hey coach, it's coach, yeah, coach,
1: coach. I'm, I'm, if you call me coach, I'm probably going to look it over my shoulder. Actually. Probably
2: shouldn't exactly. tell you what we call you in the ref room.
1: Probably not. I can. I. I'd imagine if you gave me three g- guesses, I could probably get close.
0: <laughs> and with me, as always, also uh, the big Ginge, Kenny Holmberg, uh, the producer here. How you doing, Bud? Oh,
2: doing great. Doing Things great. are sounding wonderful right now. Are by they? The way. I think so. Yeah. Well, you guys couldn't have picked the worst person to do this because I'm a <laughs> hardcore amateur.
0: <laughs> nice. That's what we want. Usually that's good in the uh, porno, porno, Porn, porn industry. Porno. I was gonna say You yeah, get porn thing. Amateur yeah. porns usually hot. That's and the only thing. time you get I've a heard, bad actor. I've heard. <laughs> that's what I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that on a podcast somewhere else. But uh, and I assume I left the reputable
3: Steve Glines, the Elkster. Hey, What's boys, 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 boys. Uh, fridge is full as always. Uh, episode three. I, I can't believe this. This is starting to feel real. Um, until I start crunching numbers over here, I, I keep getting zero plus zero times zero. Is zero. So that's revenue for episodes one and two. So I'm still working on that. Uh, in the meantime, just keep doing what you're doing, boys. You're entertaining, and uh, thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> um, uh, no, great. Sorry about that. A, a little gassy today, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mm, Air that one out. You just shit your pants. I, I may have sharded. I'm sorry about that. Um, Ooh. Paisley, Ooh, you're not yes. the only one. Yes. Oh, God. Need a diaper change on aisle five, please. Um Aaron, Uh, get down here. before we go any further, uh, Walter, you brought a very, very great old hockey photo. From what year-ish? And you want to uh, explain that? Okay, so
1: Um, I honestly have no idea, but I do know that there was probably three to four weeks that I was better at hockey than Brian Swanson. It was his first year playing hockey. Um, We played for Team Tesoro, it appears to be, of AHA. I do recognize Mr. Swanson and Bob Ogden. Um, I recognize Aaron Swanson, and I, it's hard not to recognize <laughs> Brian Swanson. He, uh, we talked
0: about it before. What he's a cross between? Uh, uh, I th- what, what did you guys? What, what did you guys? Well, he's Hank.
1: He looks like Hank. Hank, he's yeah. like Hank. Lloyd Christmas, maybe? Yeah, yeah, Boyd, Lloyd, yeah. Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd Christmas. Little Lloyd Christmas, and actually. he's super bronzy. He's got a really nice tan. He's just a shade darker than uh paper white and he's got not only is the the blue vein not yeah not exactly <laughs> not only is the haircut perfectly level but it's got a lot of body it's full it's like puffy uh, it, it so it, it looks like a Betty he helm- wish he had that hair right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a helmet with the bowl cut it's fantastic and after about 3 to 4 weeks uh Brian uh looked in his rear view mirror at, at my hockey skills and has been d- pulling away ever since. But my hair's fantastic, <laughs> his is terrible. And uh you can see it here in this picture. Or you can't because you're not here. So
0: well we'll we'll get, we'll get a shot of that on the on the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so you guys wanna out there follow uh, Dump and Change on Instagram. Uh we'd appreciate it. Um yeah, that's uh that's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I can imagine I, I can I can you please uh, see it I just <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at it right now, and it's uh, it's almost like with a little aquanet, probably didn't even need a helmet. You could probably just go out <laughs> See there what I mean? It's thick. Freaking it's very thick. You could take a puck or stick and just glance right off. No, no problem. problem. Beautiful, beautiful hair. Beautiful flow. I mean, the hair, it's not flow. It's just, yeah, it's, it's really, really bad. It's impressive. It's, it's very impressive. impressive. Um, I, I think
1: that uh, think that, that the big ginger is going to get on that. There's, there's a couple guys with nice hair. In the picture, but uh, yeah, you wouldn't
2: expect him to play in the NHL, though.
1: No, it's no, absolutely not. It's perfectly level, the haircut. Yeah, I yeah, could have framed a house with it. The guy next to him actually <laughs> has his collared shirt on the outside, the collar is on the outside the, of the oh, yeah. jersey. Okay, uh, underneath, if you I'm see glad
2: that, w- you brought oh, that up. I do, I do. I'm That's glad fantastic. you brought that up.
0: Um, <laughs> that is fantastic. When I was growing up playing hockey, guys like Paul Bronis, guys like my dad. Called them and I have no idea. And actually, Coach B would have to get on here and explain it to me properly. But they, we called them hay shakers. Hay shakers, like a, maybe a farm boy hay shaker. Okay. I guess I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just guessing here. Okay. But, hey, that guy's a hay shaker. And that's something that you hear it when you're nine. You're like, <laughs> dude, you're a hay shaker, yeah. And I have no idea to this day what it even means. That's so, fantastic. It's kind of like the home dresser, you know. The home dresser is <laughs> like, yeah. We all know what that means, but it's kind of, it's kind of funny. But uh, uh, you know
1: what? But I quickly and I'll discover quickly, I do remember the guy um the guy's name that owned the Tesoro station that sponsored this team, which made youth hockey go it sponsored Brian Swanson's first hockey team, is Bob Van Husen And Bob after he owned the Tesoro station owned uh Midtown Machine for years. It's down by uh Alaska Kettle Chips and, and uh, uh the there's snow machine shop over there off Arctic but he owned Midtown Machine for years and uh it was because of people like Bob Ben Husen that were sponsoring youth hockey teams that uh there's youth hockey in Alaska. So
0: I do remember that about the Tesoro.
1: So Team Tesoro.
0: Team Tesoro, yeah. No, uh I remember the uh you know, AHA always had that great shield logo they used for everything and then Again, they were all different teams or different colors, and, and uh, no, it's a, it's a we classic. were red, white, and blue. What what rink is that? Take picture taken at? I would guess Boki.
1: The they bulky have the one. goal. They have the goal light, um, the green and the red right behind it. Uh, I remember Bob Ogden. He always told us that he was not a hockey player. Um, he was a basketball guy or something. But he always had a stopwatch, and we'd always skate, and he'd always time us.
0: That's important as a hockey player. Absolutely. Actually, it's important as a parent when you get the parent with the uh, stopwatch. In this picture,
1: if anybody knows who the team mom and dad are on the bottom row, let us know because I think that the the dad's name was Rodney or his kid's name was Rodney, and I'm pretty sure team mom and the dad and the vest, all hockey coaches, like a nice puffy vest, of flannel, work boots, and jeans, it's great but I think they were together. I think they were husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. Not for
0: nothing, she's a MILF. I mean, man, she's a 70s, nice hockey mom. 70s MILF. It's our 80s MILF. Look look forward. Look
1: forward to uh hockey mom panel that we will have at some point.
0: Uh, speaking of hockey moms, I mean I just that's a great segue. Thank you Walter. Walt Wally. Um, Junior. I'm at the MA, I'm at Mac Attack this uh, today this weekend uh, working the Mac Attack at the Mac Center largest uh, as you said uh, self proclaimed largest uh, mite tournament in the country, um,
1: North America.
0: North America, yes, thank you. I think that includes great, Canada. Great talent at that mite level. And Fantastic. I'm not, talent. And I'm not talking on the ice. I'm talking off the ice.
1: Lululemon, you should sponsor Fantastic. the tournament.
0: Fantastic. Big uh, supporter of yoga pants, number one. And just, you know, you're talking about um, the kids are only, what, six? Six, yeah. Yeah, so they're not the battle axes that uh, I'm used to hanging (laughs) (laughs) out with. No offense, ladies. Uh, um, But, uh, you know, you're looking at some... uh, uh, yeah, they're not All right. they're not veterans. They're right. Not they're veterans. not they're not KG yeah. veterans. Yeah. Yeah. They're no. they are the newbies yeah. and they're pounding on the glass. It was actually hilarious. You because 'cause I've been through the whole thing. You know, obviously my boys are twenty, uh, nineteen and, and sixteen and and yeah, the the banging on the glass and the uh you know, make sure they get the goal right and they, they score right. <laughs> oh. It's like holy They're not running Christ. to the car between
1: periods for a cigarette. No, yeah, not yet. No, <laughs> not, not yet. yet. Yeah.
0: Not going out in between right. beers, in between periods, and pounding beers. Yeah, yeah. Ripping. not yet. It'll Ripping. happen. Some mom,
1: me. some moms uh, that you may know sit in their car because they can't
0: watch a game. <laughs> <Isn't>, <laughs> yeah? Oh yeah. Oh, the anxiety or <laughs> what? Yeah. Isn't that Shonda? Doesn't Shonda stay in there? Shonda a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. can't watch a game. And and to me, I've always been able to. Uh, Never too high, never too low. You're watching your you kids' You want to stay game. off the peaks and out of the valleys. I stay on the glass. When my team scores, I look the same as when I get my team gets scored on. I'm usually fist-pumping when
1: my team scores. Just, and pointing at the other kids. Yeah.
0: Like, suck on that one. Loser! Loser. Us again. Hey. You zero. I just thought of a great hockey mom uh, story. Just popped in the old noggin. This is uh, coaching Blue Devil. Um... I want to say Bannum? So I'm coaching with Rodney Wild and Jeep Berno. Jeep berno, also Boomer, for those of you Aces fans out there. Uh, also, the um, first
1: one with his own personal uh, outdoor hockey rink.
0: Yeah, I skated on that many, many times. He had way. red, white,
1: and blue mm-hmm. um, doused, I believe. Yes. Yeah, white leather. Or
0: those might have been SKS. SKS. Red, and white, I've got a blue. picture of Johnny Mac in blue and uh, white SKS. I, can, I had a pair. Of blue I can get. And white
1: I, can, SKs. I can. I can get my hands. And you want to talk
0: about? Yeah, that was pretty, pretty, pretty out there. Uh, so back to my other story. We're in Palmer. Uh, Palmer. We're playing. God, we're we're playing. We're not playing Palmer. We're playing like oh, we're we're playing. Oh, that, that's the year the Mac Center had no ice. We lost our ice. Yep. We are playing in Palmer game, our home game at Palmer. Palmer was nice enough, thank you, Steve McSwain, legend that he is, uh, manager there. He gave us some ice, and uh, so it's it's a eight thirty a.m. start at Palmer rink, which I think Palmer rink is great. Um, <laughs> we're in the car, or we're I, I park, I go in, and Jeep Barano comes up, and I guess he parks somewhere close to me, and he comes in, he's like, holy shit. You won't believe what I saw in the parking lot, and I'm like, "No way! No, no what? What? No like, way! What, what'd you see? You know, it's like hey, I'm drinking my coffee. I'm like, what? what what's going on?" He's like, oh, "See that? See that lady? That see This lady's like she's a grandma. She's like sixty-five, maybe sixty. Got to be easier because I'm fifty-one. I'm getting there, but <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm looking I'm like the lady in the white coat, and 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 then the then the younger one and next to her, um, in the red coat. Those two. I'm like, yeah. Well, what about them? He's like, well." I'm in my car, you know, checking my phone, getting ready to go out, and I look over, and they're just like, <laughs> oh, no. doing a little nose candy. I'm like, are you You <laughs> 8.30 a.m. game. Uh, yeah, a couple bumps of coke in the parking Yeah, park. that's I'm how like, you get fired yeah, up. Yeah, get fired up for a little hockey action. Is that what the year that so the uh, – I totally forgot that story. This popped in my head. Was that the, that the year that – Hockey mom story. The Mac. It's probably not a normal hockey mom part. Was that the year the Mac
1: got started late because um, – John Rada's friend wanted the contract, and <laughs> yeah, and it yeah, went, a, it it went. a that's so went out to public bid. And, and, and the way the public bid works is, uh, you know, Steve and Kenny and Reed turn a public bid into me because they're the public, and whichever the lowest one is, lowest qualified bidder. It, it, it the, the the way the way it works is the is the lowest bid wins. Like mm-hmm. they get the job, and uh, the lowest bidder who go and named at this point got the job, but uh, somebody didn't Eager like that he got it so he wanted to make sure his friend got it and what it did is it pushed Eagle River hockey into yeah. Palmer, including yep. our beloved Mac attack. Took, which the whole process we went took to, uh, yeah, we a went, lot longer. Yeah. yeah. So then we wound up having the Mac attack, the whole thing at Palmer. Where am I, my Might White team might have defeated Merritt Waldrips undefeated Ooh. and two year might team for the state championship. Merritt actually called a timeout halfway That's through hurt. that game. To get his kids to quit crying.
0: Oh, God.
1: I because they that. hadn't lost in two years. I hate that. So, Merritt, wherever you are, you know I love you, but uh, suck
0: on that one. Yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> a great memory. <laughs> Eagle River Hockey. Well, now, they're, so, now those two are together. Yeah, Now and now you got the Boilers. Boilers.
2: It's very incestuous. I don't
0: know if I coined that. I want to say I coined that. I probably didn't. Uh,
1: Reed McDonald coined it. And at I the, do call I, them the Boilers all At the time. our very first game. My son, my son, my son, Dub, skates him up to the net and says, all right, boys, here we go. And everybody's looking boilers at him, three. and he says, Boilers on three.
2: <laughs> boilers on three. And
0: that's not their official name, but uh, at the Mac Center, every time they have ice, if I put that on it's the locker official. schedule, it's Boilers. On the official rink schedule, it's official. Boilers. It doesn't say Oilers. It doesn't say right. Mac. Are, uh, yeah. are we off the rails here, boys? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm, a lot sorry. of bit. That's the part um, of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it got me going. Well, it started with the talent at the rink this weekend. Uh, we kind of ran into the Mac attack there a little bit. Is, do you want to talk? Isn't that going on right now? It's going on right now. It's going great. It's going great. Uh,
1: Talent's fantastic, A lot
0: of talent on and off the ice. Sponsored by uh, Lululemon. Lululemon, we love you, whoever you are. Um, so we want to kind of jump into some more uh, current uh, happenings in hockey and um, as we can all attest to, even the young young man here, Ginge uh, Holmberg, can uh, attest to that. Uh, hockey's changing. Hockey has changed. Um, it's changing as we speak, actually, big time. So, um, you know, we got the NHL's kind of, uh, if you want to call it, the Me Too movement. There's a good joke in there too. The Me Too, Me Too. When they, uh, when the Me Too movement was happening. It was hashtag me too. What did you call the hashtag before it was called the hashtag?
2: Pound me Pound. too. Pound me too. Oh Pound me too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of a faux pas there. But anyway, just I think that's kind of like, Pound funny. Me too. <laughs> Pound me too. Uh, wrong, but funny. Um, so we're talking about the NHL, uh, the, the me too movement. Um, well, I guess we should start before we go to the NHL. Let's, let's back up. Let's start with the USA Hockey. Formerly known as Asha or A, a-, a- House. A- House. A- House. A-, a House. a House. Yeah.
2: Sounds like a bad techno a- band, doesn't yeah. it?
0: Yeah. So, um and they're the USA's hockey's new campaign of kind of zero tolerance on the uh, racial slur front. And Walter's got some info on that, Walter. So,
1: uh, USA hockey is a governing body overall, things, youth hockey. Uh, in Alaska, in the United States, and they do a fairly good job of of staying ahead of of problems. And and, and, um, with that being said, they sent a letter out on October 30th, uh, 2019, basically at the start of this year's comp season that reads, uh, Dear USA Hockey Member, as the hockey season begins in full, we continue to receive reports of disturbing incidents involving racial and other derogatory slurs, behavior which is irrelevant which is reprehensible and has absolutely no place in our game, especially around our children. As you are all aware, USA hockey has long had a zero tolerance policy towards any type of abusive conduct, conduct specifically under rule 601 E three, which states that anyone who uses language that is offensive, hateful or discriminatory in any nature anywhere in the rink before, during or after the game shall be assessed a game misconduct penalty for reasons which I cannot explain or understand, this penalty does not seem to be enough of a deterrent to, uh, to stop this conduct. I am issuing a directive effective immediately that anyone assessed a penalty under Rule 601-E3 uh, will now receive an automatic match penalty in lieu of the game misconduct penalty that currently exists and shall be immediately suspended until a hearing is conducted by the governing USA hockey affiliate or junior league. The applicable affiliate or junior league is required to conduct a hearing within 30 days of the incident, and the individual may be uh, subject to further discipline. Further, our on-ice officials have protocols in place that address situations where a player is accused of saying something that violates Rule 601-E3 but is not heard by the officials. While the officials cannot assess a penalty in that circumstance, They are instructed to notify the coach of the offending team, and it is critical that the coach take immediate and appropriate action. Officials must also report the incident through the game reporting system, and affiliates must review all incidents, whether penalized or unpenalized, to ensure proper application of the rules. We also received reports of racial harassment and discrimination among teammates. I'm assuming like locker room banter. This behavior must be addressed through submitting appropriate reports through this, our Safe Sport program. Parents and coaches, please take the time to address these issues with your kids. Helping educate them on these topics um, is an important part of our overall effort to eliminate any type of discriminatory language or behavior from our sport. While the vast majority of our hockey games are conducted in the spirit of which they were intended, we must remove offensive, hateful, or discriminatory language or behavior from our game. Please join me in stamping it out and ensuring we have an environment that is free of discrimination of any kind. Thank you for doing your part and I hope this will be the best, brightest hockey season for you and your family, yours in hockey, USA Hockey's Jim Smith.
0: Jimmy Smith, yeah, no, it, it's wow. a new, uh, it's a new age. <laughs> and and, uh, and and just gonna bring up uh, Kenny Holmberg also is, is a ref. We all know that uh, Glines' uh, resume speaks for itself. Uh, Kitty,
1: Are you guys refs or officials? Is it, it, it seriously? No. Does it matter? Or what do we – like it's not a stewardess. Any, it's a flight attendant.
3: Oh, ref, referee. That's, uh, it's just slang. But, yeah, I mean, you're an official, and then on particularly that game on the ice, you're either a referee or a linesman. But, yeah, uh, official, ref, slang. Ref, slang. Uh, yeah. it's okay.
2: So if you're going to go with slang, dumb fuck would probably be the better <laughs> slang.
3: <laughs> People would know exactly yeah. what you're talking hey, about. Hey, dipshit. I'm, I'm a dumb fuck on the
2: ice. Yeah. When I wear the stripes.
1: I've never referred to you as that on the ice.
2: <laughs> so uh,
0: Kenny has actually, I don't know if it was the first one, but it was one of a handful. I'm sure it, was it was the 13.
1: third one, third but only two, the yeah. second one that had actual official hearing it. The second one was here. Uh, so, he
0: said, she said. So Kenny, take it away.
1: Top I mean. three. Uh, King King keeping Pads.
2: names out of it? Yeah. Keeping teams yeah. out Absolutely. of it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, I heard a kid drop a racial slur in front of the net the net came off its pegs and uh blew it dead and the two kids met right in front of the goalie and uh, i just don't understand what actually had provoked it but um the the uh, white kid had called the uh other native kid a racial slur i'm not going to say it on here but um yeah you know i was two feet away from it and i called it and you know, the, unfortunately, you know, things just, you know, it wasn't looking bright for the kid who called it, but the MHA stepped in. They had a real good mediation between the families. And then, you know, I, I fully believe that the kid was real sorry and he just, he screwed up. You know, you screw up when you're young and dumb and you're hyped up and, you know, you're out there playing. Like, we, you know, we all played this game. We know how it gets out there sometimes, right? And I mean, you'll say things you don't mean to some of your friends you know let alone somebody you don't even know but i think that gets lost right and um i didn't like it i didn't like hearing it right especially it was a younger kid way you know significantly younger than the other and it was just it didn't need to happen so i matched them and uh you know you just at that point like i'm liable right if i hear that i'm not gonna be able to live with myself if I know that kid heard that and called, you know. And he, well, exactly. When he, it's
0: coming from USA Hockey and down, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, you got to follow yeah, the protocol. Yeah, uh, they're kind of essentially my boss, exactly. right? Yeah. I
2: mean, I'm a private contractor as a referee, but, I mean, you, you, these, these book of laws, and you got to call them, right? And I understand that there's, there's a lot of gray area within the rule book, But then there's a lot of black and white too, and like that one seems to me like it's pretty black and white. Right. And I understand uh, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make it safe for everybody. So they don't want they want they want to get rid of the racial slurs. They want to get rid of the homophobic stuff, and they just want to make sure that nobody is offended out here. Because I mean, yeah, it's been going on for a long time. And the climate's different it's a way different climate I mean, these kids are growing climate, up in yeah. a way different climate and in a way different political like world and just everything's so much under you know so much more under the microscope that i mean you know what, what are you gonna do
3: so okay well, let me let me ask you this like uh, you know i'm not a hockey parent I'm not a hockey coach i, I i've I you will be soon yeah that's another pod voice um and i've haven't officiated uh, youth hockey in, you know, over 10 years or whatever now. And so I've kind of disconnected. It. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there has not been a directive, let alone a rule change, in between rule change years that I ever remember. Has this – I mean, this is a big, big deal. It's a I'll, hot topic. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I think well, you're right. They and don't come out in the middle of the season. No, chan- that's, o- that's October. Mm-hmm. I mean, we
3: picked our teams in August. Right. So wh- where I'm going with this is um, – you know, in your coaching circles and and your officiating circles, Kenny, um, what have you been seeing over the last five to 10 years? Is this, is this bigger in, in the lower 48 on a national stage or have you guys seen this up and up and up and close and personal here, here in our state? I, I, I don't know. I, I
2: honestly, I have, I have really good luck. I think on the ice when I'm reffing games, like everybody seems to respect me a bunch. And then, you know, and if they don't, then I tend to, give it back to
3: them to a point
2: where then I'll earn their respect.
3: I I guess I mean specifically player to player and and the racial Uh, ethnic,
2: but, but yes, but in terms of this, I mean, no, I mean, you get your standard fuck you or, you know, like eat shit or just, you know, your standard chirp in front of the net, right? Like you're going to hear a bunch of that. And I just, you know, a lot of people should let that go. Right. But I've never heard something like that. Even when I was playing, set on the ice to a, a some, I mean, and I played with, you know, quite a few black kids, quite a few native kids, you know, not, I just say non-white kids and I, at no point in time did I ever remember hearing a story where any of them ever got called anything like that. That's not to say that I don't think it doesn't happen.
3: So. Uh, I was just wondering how much of it, how much of an issue it is here in, here in Alaska versus.
2: Well, so this was the first year, right. That uh, they turned that into a match. And and who's to know how many times it happened with somebody, you know, under their breath going and saying something up against another player. But in the entire season so far, and we're in March, right, everything's wrapping up now, they've only had three instances, right, and only of the three, two, oh, four instances? And they had one at the 16th State. Just recently? Yeah. Okay, so.
1: Yeah, like within the past two weeks, uh, ten days. When yeah. was 16th State last weekend? Yeah. It was, yeah, so yeah. that was the fourth one.
2: So, uh, did the official hear it? Official No, didn't no, no.
1: Nope. It was another he said, she said Yeah. yeah. So,
2: uh, of of all of them, we have four instances that are documented, only two the official heard. That's pretty good. That's p- pretty damn good. I mean, With how many games and how many kids hundreds, you got planned. Hundreds of games. I, I, and I don't want to, like, sit here and, like, toot horns and, like, make, you know, light of something that's not good. But, like... Yeah, I, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, Or excuse me, asked me at the beginning of the year how many times this was going to happen in a dozen. year, I would have told you way more. Yeah. it would have been over thirty.
1: Yeah, I would. I, I mean, I would have conservatively just said it, I would have thrown a dozen at it. Like oh, yeah. you'll get a dozen easy. Mm-hmm. So and two
2: for yeah for two for I mean officials that are here and then granted there's a lot of bad officials myself included who true story yeah <laughs> who you know maybe they're too scared to make that call. Or maybe they're just not sure of themselves, too.
1: Anybody that makes that call, I like applaud the balls they have. Like, I'm not going to listen to that. This is a rule. I don't want to hear it. You know it's a rule. I'm going to call it. Yeah. And, I, I, and and you know what? Yeah, it is a match penalty. And you knew it was a match penalty before you said it. So guess what? It's not. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it. It's my job to call it. That's my job. I'm getting paid. You said it. You deal with it. So I I commend anybody that makes that call.
0: No, and as as a coach, like you asked we've seen it in the last ten years or whatever. As a coach, we're not hearing that. I mean No. If they're if they're next to me on the bench, they're not No. They know I'm there. They're not saying they're not saying shit. Good point. You know, and if they if they do say something, you're like, you know, then you you know. You deal with it as a coach. Yeah, you chew their ass. You, you, you skate you,
2: them till they can't breathe. And then right, you know, right. They fucking learn. <laughs> right, exactly. It's a life, exactly.
0: life, life, uh, life lesson there. But yeah. I mean, it, and again, like you, you mentioned it too, uh, uh, is and soccer. It's not tennis. Mm-hmm. It's a very aggressive, very violent at sometimes game. Um, well, and, super it, physical. I mean, it's super physical yeah. and super emotional. Yeah. I mean, a lot of sports are emotional, but hot, I mean, it's just you, you get caught up in the heat of the moment and like you said you say stuff that you probably don't mean and you're just you're just, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're frustrated at that time at yourself at whatever and it yeah. just comes out and but yeah it's i I think it's a good initiative i think it's great to get it out so from that uh do want to jump into the NHL kind of me too movement we talked about before but um you know the head injuries and this is another topic that uh, again, God, I wish my dad was around him. God this to, could be to, this could be talk. like
1: a this could be a three or eleven part series. Yeah.
0: But just like you mean let's start with hitting in hockey. I mean let's, Oh, it's not hitting
1: anymore. You know, hitting well, is uh, what bullies do. Right. Okay. I mean it's it's a it's a body, body check, check and right. body checks are to separate man from puck.
0: Right. No, it, it's totally changed since I was I was playing the game. I probably still play uh, the game like I used to in terms of what I used to be legal, which is not right. But um, yeah, no, the game is changing and, and the hitting thing is like, yeah, um, <laughs> there, it's slowly becoming out. Of, B- when, when is it going to be coming out of the game? Well, I'm going to say hitting. It's like, I'm, uh, say, well, I'm telling you I'm right now, call squirt peewee, re- I,
1: I'm telling you right now, this whole initiative behind stick on puck first. Okay. So let's back it up. Uh, at the high school level, which, uh, Steve refs, um, you're allowed to finish your body checks. So that means that if I'm attacking Kenny and before I get to Kenny, he makes a a 30 foot rink wide pass one step before I get there, I'm allowed to finish that body check gone. You're not allowed to do that anymore at USA hockey. Um, I'm not allowed to focus my intent on Kenny's body anymore at all. I have got to be stick on puck first, then body, or it's a penalty. That's the way that's the way it is. So all this is for USA hockey is it's the first step. Now now remember they took they took <laughs> they took hitting out of uh Peewee and they moved it to Bantam and then they took hitting out of Bantam any house level hockey at all. Hitting's gone. Okay. So that that hitting's gone. Now they've taken hitting and you're not allowed to hit unless it's stick on puck first all this is is like step number four in the removal of body checking in usa yeah. hockey yeah. and it's absolutely disgusting it, it's 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 not what this game was built on it, someone a lot smarter than me a long time ago when they first moved checking from peewee to bantam said i don't think they should take it from peewee to bantam i think they should take it from peewee to squirt because everybody's equal size then and when you get to ban him, you got a guy with a full beard and you got a guy that's two feet tall yeah. and that was that was Reed McDonald. He told me that when we were talking about this mm-hmm. at, at the very first, but all this is a, is a continuation to try to take body checking body contact hitting out of amateur or youth hockey and it's it's absolutely disgusting
0: and my point back to your talking about that, I do remember that, and i I stand by that like uh you change body check you take body checking from Wee to bantam now you have uh, man-sized uh children at the elementary stages of hitting and and you're going out it's like taking uh an a-level player from RHL and showing him how to hit and a big guy just like run somebody they have no yeah. idea what they're doing and when i grew up playing hockey um like again 70s um there, I, I never, 70s. I never, early seventies. I never remember a coach talking about hitting from behind. Like, not, not that you shouldn't do it. You expected to get hit when you got the puck. You expected the guy, if there was a guy there, he was going to run you for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. He was going to try and take you out. So you, you protected yourself. You got close to the boards. You didn't turn your back. Uh-huh. Nowadays, you have, um, the puck carrier staring putting, at the puck putting putting himself in a bad position so when is it the responsibility of the puck carrier to not put themselves in a position to get blown up 100 percent. and i've seen it all and i i i honestly cannot remember and again i'm old and and all that but i don't remember a coach ever going hey you can't hit a guy from behind you can't not that we did, but you knew you're going in, playing the puck hard. You're going for it, and you knew the guy was there. You, you yeah. protect yourself. These kids are stopping up. Kids are stopping up three feet from the boards and protecting the puck like they're they're pro, they're, they're pro pucking. They're they're protecting that puck and getting blown into the boards. Like what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that guy's
2: coming hard at the puck. He wants a puck. You only play with one puck. Kids, well, like. a, another facet of that, right, is um, at the 12 and more specifically the 14 age level. You got kids that have not hit their growth spurt, and you got kids that have. And, you know, if you, with an emphasis on 14, right? So now you can check in 14 comp, correct? Yes. Yes. So uh, now you have kids, right? Some make the team, they're smaller. Some make the team that are bigger. And you got kids that can't, they can't. Out muscle or protect themselves against these bigger kids, and none of them know how to you know protect themselves from a hit because now they can 't you know, they can 't hit not even in house can 't even hit in house at all period yeah
1: Man, well it 's not even a That's thought crazy. in their head, That's, yeah, they got the puck they know they can 't be touched well and, and think about it so a, you ref a lot of you 've refed a lot of my twelve major no check yeah fourteen games uh, yes. We have probably played twenty of them you 've probably done ten of them. And that's a prime example of exactly what you're saying. You've got 12-year-olds that are tiny and 14-year-olds that are huge. And some of these kids, they just take the puck. They know they can't be hit. They're just staring at the puck the whole way up the ice. Yeah. So our last conversation when we get on the ice with my 12s versus 14s who are huge is take responsibility for your own protection. Yeah. If you're going to protect and turn your back to somebody you better be within about mm, six to eight (laughs) inches of the wall because when they run you you got to be able to get your hands up quick enough to stop yourself from going if you get dumped headfirst into a wall that's on you
0: that's not good
1: that's on and it's on you because you're staring at the puck and you're turning your back to somebody who does hit body check so you've done a good job you
0: can't even say hit anymore yeah, uh, hitting's
1: what bullies do. That's what? that's actually on a USA letterhead.
0: This is the first I've heard of it. it oh yeah, a... USA hockey letterhead. Holy shit! Checking,
1: checking is separating man from puck. Hitting right. is what bullies do.
0: All right, let let's go back. Um, <laughs> let's go back. Um, let's talk about. You've done a good job, by the way, Ken. Let's talk about Coach Mac for a second. So Coach Mac was a my dad. He was a defense defensive defenseman, who. Okay, like, so we're just talking about
1: just hockey stuff okay
0: <laughs> but we're talking about hitting <laughs> yeah. oh hitting. i'm sorry yeah. body checking <laughs> or whatever we're calling yeah. it now rubbing yeah. out yeah. rubbing, yeah. Well, rubbing, rubbing out. who's rubbing out, out. <laughs> um, so my my dad found great pleasure in rubbing out um, so my, my in <laughs> not a good the, word to use the hitting he you know he loved he loved to hit
1: so did it. so did i and so and so did yeah. everybody at Chugyak high school my so favorite
0: i would love to talk to, that's why i said i would love to talk to my dad right now about this he's probably rolling over in his grave because um Everyone remembers uh, Scott Stevens. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the headhunter. W- yeah. What's What's one word to describe Scott Stevens? Oh, heavy, uh, heavy, heavy hitter. I, I got a word for Scott Stevens, predator. Dude, he yeah. was a predator, and he was so good at it. And <laughs> I miss that because I'm going to say 95% of his hits
2: are pro- in this, today's game are illegal. But without 95, a 95, yeah. Maybe more. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more. But he, I, he ended, what, Korea and Lindros' careers, essentially.
0: Yes, but, like, so, okay, back to when you're a kid, you, um, you know, you're, you've all heard it. Keep your head up. Yeah. Keep your head up. Dude,
1: that's such a lost art. I've, that is I've such got, a lost
0: art. I in, a swivel. in college, I, I got hit so hard um, in Marquette, Michigan, playing Northern Michigan, took a sucker pass up the wall, some big, huge D came out, and he buried me. And what I remember is like them going, the crowd, nine, 10, he's out. And I'm back to the bench. You okay? Kid? Yeah, I'm back out there like three shifts later. Okay. But the next time I came up, I was... I was I was heading a swivel. I was looking at it. Yeah. And you see a lot of these hit, and a lot of these kids now, they know they're not getting hit, so they're, exactly. they're burying their head, and they're exactly. putting themselves in these positions. Whereas before, you knew there was a shark in the water. You knew that freaking Scott Stevens was out there, and he was going to punish you if yeah. you came across. Yeah. And, and I can tell you what, when those guys got hit, even in the NHL, the next time they came to the neutral zone – they were looking around because yeah. they knew that son of a bitch was there doing it. And there's, there's yeah. uh, of all the highlights. I'm sure there's ones of him going, Oh, hey, here he comes. Oh, put the brakes on yeah. or get rid of the puck or yeah. whatever. I mean, it's just, we'll, well, protect yourself. Yeah. Protect yourself at the bottom. The bottom line is I never, you never want to see guys get hurt. You yeah. don't want to see, which was a classic hit Korea get crushed. And then, you don't want to see that and breathing and he's like, you yeah, know, yeah. mannequin out there breathing on his thing and then it comes out and shelves one and that, that was a great story. But yeah. you don't want to see guys get you don't wanna see kids get hurt. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I my mean, sen- kids my, play my so- senior year at True High School, I hit Jason Love so hard he was just fucking lifeless on the ice. They they brought the whole thing on the ice. They taped his head down, took his mask off and everything, took him to the hospital. And and yeah, it does like you're looking at it like Oh, I did that.
2: Well, you feel bad.
1: Yeah, well, you, you feel Instantly. Horrible. Yeah. I mean, Instantly. Like, I hope he's okay. Jason Love's a friend to this day. He was yeah. a friend before, way before then. But at the same time, USA Hockey's not doing any kid a favor. If they do, in fact, in my opinion, they're trying to remove body checking from hockey. Yeah. If they take it out, I'll tell you who's not going to remove body checking from hockey. Division One college hockey. NHL hockey, yeah. NHL hockey, BCHL hockey. Well,
0: you, you mentioned NHL. When you come, when you boil it down to its essence, hockey is of its essence, you boil it down, and I'm going to say the hockey essence that I boil it down to is Stanley Cup playoffs. It oh, turns into it's it's it the turns be- into it's the, the best school. hockey. Yeah. It, it yeah. turns in, it's the best to watch. It's physical. It's nasty. It's and who dirty. won?
1: Who won? Right, St. Louis. Yeah. Physical, nasty, dirty. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Three dirty, words dirty, dirty in a good way. Yeah. I mean, just
1: like gritty. <laughs> well, and people that don't watch hockey don't understand that dirty sometimes a good thing. Yeah. You know, no. it's a good thing to be like go to the dirty areas. Yeah. Okay. Be a dirty player. Get get go to this places nobody else wants to go. And that's how you're gonna win. And that's that's how well, St. Louis well, won.
0: Back in the day, I mean, I think the best hockey players I knew were always a little delinquent. <laughs> not totally oh, yeah. delinquent, but they're Matt they're Fitzbury's. on the edge <laughs> of being. I mean, you're you got to be a little. You have to have that edge, and and it's again, it's not well, a nice it's, it's, person. It's, game. Yeah, it's, it's putting, not a nice game.
1: It's 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 someone who's willing to put themselves in the spot that's on the verge of being, like you said, dirty. Like it, they're willing to do it, and a lot of other people are like, well, that's not nice,
0: but they don't care. And, and uh, <laughs> I'll take myself as an example um you play up here in alaska and i was one of the top offensive guys was not after i left i had to to, to continue to play i had to adjust my game and it's like if i'm gonna still play at the college level uh, i'm gonna freaking hammer someone so i was the guy i was that third fourth line guy that would go out and let's freaking charge it up let's hammer somebody and i love it and and dude, <laughs> to this day i mean i'm, again, I'm Old and playing in the UHL. You're and, only two decades older than Kenny. Uh, hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but you can't... Come on, Reg. You, you, if I was in shape, it'd be great. Because I, I love that about hockey. That's my favorite thing about hockey. Is back in the day when you could go up, blow a guy up, as brutal and violent as that was, not hurt about it, but just blow him off the puck. Boom! Hit him. Grab that puck. Do a nice move. Set up a goal. To me, that's like... It, it's, it's, it doesn't get any better than that. When you can be physical and have that that's the beautiful thing about hockey it's it's brutally freaking violent and it's beautiful at the same time it's beautifully violent
1: that that you know so I brought that picture here for our studios uh Scott Parker and Ty Jones are both in the back row I don't have a picture and I don't know why of the year before when Swanee was on the team I think Swanee left after a sophomore year um and we were at a practice and it was one of those dump in and go get it type deals. And, uh, Parker took off down in the corner, to get his puck and Swanee came down and, and, and everybody, believe me, coach Bronis didn't have any problem not having a, like, there's no superstars. Like I don't give a fuck right. who you are, you know? Right. Um, so he dumps the puck. everybody knows who the superstar is. Okay. It's, it's Swanee and Swanee goes, grabs the pucks and curls up. And, and I think Parker was a freshman and he was already six, four. Um, And just drops Swanee, and every like just you could hear pin drop on the rink. Like,
0: oh my god, yeah, somebody hit Swanee,
1: (laughs) and I'll never forget it. And it's just going back to what you're talking about, like you know, the coaches and like how you play and stuff like that. Bronis taps a stick on the,
0: fuck yeah, hell yeah, yeah, I don't care who
1: you are, we're here to practice, let's go. And it was just awesome, you know. So everybody's like, all right, not that anybody took runs at Swanee after that or anything, but it was just cool that this freshman kid was there and he went in and made a nice clean body check on brian swanson knocked him off the puck and grabbed it yeah. and and everybody waited until coach bronis jumped in with yeah yeah all right yeah. It, was, it was cool and, and uh and and you know maybe swanee learned something there you know i mean
0: no one's mutant, man i mean it's like you can't win as you go further in hockey scott
1: parker by the way was an absolute
2: he was a mutant yeah oh. But oh, you, I you love him, but you, he was a mutant. You oh. can't
0: win with all Swannies. No, and no. You can't win with all Parkers. You need some grit. You need some freaking Okay. So, so how, how,
1: many Al, you know, how many Alex Ovechkins are on the Capitals? One. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's 26 players on the team or 25 players on the team. Be one of the other 25 and be happy being in the NHL. Yeah. You don't need to be Alex Ovechkin. <laughs> you don't need to be Sidney Crosby or Connor McDavid. You know, be Cassian. You know <laughs>
0: Dude I gotta yeah. I gotta say Well be whoever be hey, Tom Wilson Yeah be Tom, Tom. Wilson I mean well, he's My, good, my
1: son's favorite player Tom Wilson yeah. oh, Can yeah. you
0: imagine I mean I still do I'm 51 years old I imagine Being in the NHL I mean just living that life Of being and, You know Obviously Swanee's lived it For, for a little bit And and. They, 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 they other Alaska guys like Gomez obviously had a freaking unbelievable yeah, Parker, career. Parker, yeah. Parker
1: um, well, d- all of them. Dubinsky, but dude, it just, it's just. Timmy Wallace, to, Crab, to and...
0: live that life, to play one game, ain't I yeah, did my e- left freaking nut. Just Man. one game, and God. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that that one game
1: would be full speed downhill. Crazy. Okay, I got one shift. I gotta do something, you know. Yeah, I'm cr- yeah, wearing my Bauer
0: three thousand the old Is it cool if I wear my Cooperalls or no? Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, the the whole hitting thing, um, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I can not say that. Yeah, anymore. we went up that yeah, is that, is that a what, racial that's slur That's now? Offensive. That's what, what bullies do. Excuse me. Really? Coach? Game match. Coach. Can I can coach, I say yeah. peewee and squirt still and ban and midget? <laughs> yes, but don't say midget. Midget they're talking
1: about midget becoming a
0: thing. You freaking threw the midget out of the game. You can't throw midgets. Eighteen wait, u wait, the game? Midget, Eighteen, 18
1: u. Midget becoming a thing. It's
0: offensive. It's offensive. They're,
1: they're talking um, about renaming midget. Like, like and, hockey? But, yes. I thought they already did. But no. Calling ho- u eighteen or whatever. Yeah. So, so hockey specific, like no more midget, peewee, wee, squirt. I, it's just so dumb. I mean that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it. It's. I don't know. It's overly sensitive people, and and
0: that's the that's the that's the climate. That's I guess climate classic one. calling. Oh, nice. I think it's classic calling the, calling the um, divisions like squirt. I love it. I love it. Midget. I
1: love it. I just did a uh, coaching resume, and that's what I put on everything. You know why? Because the guy reading it is an old hockey guy. You know what he understands? Yeah, yeah. Adam, my squirt, bantam, midget. That's what he understands. Ten you What? what are you, why are you writing ten years? And actually, that's in the years. last
0: ten years, the coach, the coaches have gotten into this. What he's in? He's a. Oh, he's no six. six. Yeah, he's no 06. 06. six. Ask hey. any hockey mom. Hey, what's yes. your son?
1: Uh, he's no seven. Oh he's God. no seven.
0: Not for nothing. I'm the only sixty-eight in my team. Well,
2: <laughs> I, well I can tell you that right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck so, you guys. <laughs> have you guys noticed? Noticed that like I mean, when I was growing up playing, it was A, B, C, and D. Yeah, and right. how hard is that? Now how, it's
1: Kenny. How hard is that? I,
2: I, listen, no. So I'm still. Le- I'm still learning. Like house oh, A, house A and house B. Like, and so I, I'll get into the ref room, right? cuz I'm like 10 13, I'm 13 years removed from when I played youth hockey and I'll go what the f- what are we doing right now Well 18, they took they took what the hell is that They took
1: and like, A and B out of comp Yeah They couldn't and they made it major and minor because A and B uh, can't call them A and B yeah. and then they moved A and B
0: the house which was c and d you're the d team you barely passed
3: yeah,
2: bro. Dude.
0: that means you suck, god, suck.
2: my god like, i'm on the f team <laughs> is there i gonna never be an got f squad
1: it. this year i don't know
2: dude I, I i'm still i'm still learning all the changes uh you know just from you the last it. decade. you
1: absolutely nailed it it's major and minor now
2: yeah but and and
1: and the crazy thing is alaska is a tier two state Oh, Mm -hmm. where does Tier 2 come in? Yeah, there's still tiers. But you can still register as a Tier 1 team, Mm -hmm. even though we're in a Tier 2 state. That's why they say that we're major and minor. You're Tier 2 major or Tier 2 minor. And then when you get to the house level, your best house players aren't C anymore. They're not C. They're House A. And then it's House (laughs) B. (laughs)
0: Hey, don't
2: hurt my feelings. Yeah, oh, no. trying
0: to, I was trying to get the look on, yeah. the lines his face out. You explain that, and the I look am of disgust. So Did you not know? He's what? like, I, oh
1: my god, no! It's no, a, he's going to find a, out. It's a, it's a brain. A it's a. It's a brain.
2: It's a brain twister. It really is. I, it's I, awful. I'm still learning new rules that they've come up with over just the last ten years. The best
1: part is, Holmberg just usually swells his whistle.
2: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Like that's why. Like, hey, that's I'm gracious. here for the
1: same reason you guys are. I just want to get my money and leave. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, my twenty five If it's,
1: a, sa- if it's yeah. a safety issue, I'm gonna call a penalty. Yeah. If it's a fucking little tap on the wrist, I'm not calling oh, a penalty. All right. So Holmberg's just shut been, up has be been
0: repping a lot.
1: Holmberg's great. Why? Uh and Holmberg and Hansen are good together.
3: Saving for something. Saving. He's one of my favorite
2: oh, guys to refine What are you uh
1: what are you saving for, Kenny? So Ken, buying yeah, a boat.
3: <laughs> once you give your officiating back or you just boats got into it? Uh, <laughs> buying a boat. Yeah,
2: so last year. Uh, uh, beginning of the two thousand. Well, halfway through the actually two thousand eighteen season. I just I I got a wild hair in my ass. A guy named Brandon Bartlett who plays AAA for Schooners. Like,
1: Another solid referee. Yeah, uh, not as good not as anymore. Oh, not
2: no. anymore though. He, he so he's out of the game right now.
1: Did who, he get a girlfriend?
2: Oh no. He's got a wife. He's he, already married. Oh, he got yeah. He's uh, did he have a kid? No, he's oh, he's really? learning how to fly. Oh, yeah. So he's, you know, putting a lot of time into that, which is good. I'd much rather fly than ref hockey games. Uh, I just wanted a, you know, a little disposable income and then just, you know, it'd be good to have uh, that little extra exercise you get out there on the ice. And it was just kind of a challenge too for me. I, I, you know, I hadn't been involved with youth hockey in probably, like I said, over a decade. And um, I wanted a challenge. Not that like showing up Wednesday nights for the ERHL Triple A is not a challenge enough when you got Triple A not a big deal. Triple A not a big deal. Uh, you know, you look up and you see like, you know, bags and all those guys coming down on you. But I just wanted to, I wanted a challenge more or less. And, uh, Brandon Bartlett pushed me into it. Steve, I kind of shot the idea off to you a little bit. I was, you know, dipping my toes in the water and he kind of went, Yeah, you should do it. So I just kind of went in head first and uh, got my, you know, level one cert and then just went head first into like the crappiest of crap you could find because you're never going to learn if you do, you know, the 12 house B coaches who have been coaching for four months. So is that B? House House B B would be D. Formerly D. Excuse me. 12 Ds. I got you. Yeah. Gotcha. So I I would put myself into positions I knew I was going to be a little bit in over my head and eventually just kind of like, you know, fast tracked me learning how to do a halfway decent enough job. Well, at least a good enough job to fool guys like Walt.
1: So. Easy, easily
3: done. Yeah. So you're looking at a jet don't, boat? Don't call anything. You're looking at a jet boat. Well, well, like, what what's what's this disposable in income? I, I, okay, income. so you've been doing it for a little over two calendar years. How yeah. many games? You're, I know you did about 77 I, in I, January.
2: Uh, yeah, well, I don't know how many I've actually I've done total, but I can give you an average. It's between 35 to 50 games a month. Jesus
3: that is, at, that's at, beyond disposable income. How mu- that how much and that's how much game. that's retirement uh,
2: it, it, it depends I kind of like doing those 14 double a two man's those just, that's that's good money that's like 40 bucks until like I realize I got to deal with your ass and then
1: so you $800 you're making about eight hundred dollars hey, extra yeah
2: up. you're you're one legging it onto the bench and I got to hear you chirping me in the back and I hear it, and I'm just I'm like I'm a fucking linesman man give off my ass <laughs>
1: Jesus, I love being on your ass.
2: I know you do. Um,
1: I'll tell you this. Uh, Number one, a lot of respect for making the call that a lot of guys wouldn't have the balls to make the call. Number two, a lot of respect for doing something that a lot of guys, myself included, don't have the balls to do. And that's called putting on the stripes and helping because right now in Alaska, and this is a topic for another pod, not necessarily right now. In Alaska, we have an extreme shortage of
2: officials to ref any of these games well there's i think there's like uh, the last numbers i heard there were like 30 less referees this year than there were last year yeah and I, I can't remember what the figure is I yeah well say take bartlett out yeah.
1: take powell out i mean that's yeah. just that's just in our close circle of yeah. people that we know glines, there's two God, glines take, is out take too? Glines up glines refs a couple he's he's pretty sensitive though oh yeah
2: well he's selective. He's, he can be He's selective. a real professional. He's Sorry. a professional. He can be he's selective. A, he is a professional. He can do whatever He's that a hell he wants. for you little he's, people. He, <laughs> he's a professional yeah, he, referee. He lined in the AHL. Come on, boys. Yeah, no, no. Ace's game, I'll come back. The the the, uh, the, okay.
1: the, the Glines Glyne, is great as a referee and it's so tough when people like you and Glein's ref because I know you outside the rink. Yeah. So it's really <laughs> the approach like how how do you balance the approach? Like, hey, fucking Glines, pull your head out of your ass. No, Glines isn't going to hear. You. He doesn't care how close a friend you are. He's not going to hear that from you when he's reffing. Yeah. So how do you like turn that around to, hey, uh, Mr. Glines. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mr.
1: Glines. No, Coach Wilde. Can Wild I have was, a word? Yeah, Coach Wild, <laughs> Coach Wild always goes, Glinesy, 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 come here. You know, and, and that's actually something that I learned from Coach Wilde. is like, don't waste your ref talks with you yelling at them.
2: What, what was be, that quote you had of him? Remember? Okay, so Coach Wild always says, I'd be like, Coach, that's bullshit. That 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 was
1: not what happened. He's like, yeah, well, but do you think calling him a cocksucker going to change his mind?
0: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and that
1: is something that I learned from Coach Wild. I was not as good at dealing with officials um, four years ago when I started working with Coach Wild as I am now because Coach Wild, is, he picks his spots. If he has an issue, people listen to him because he doesn't, Yell like an idiot every game, all game, and there's something to be said for that. And that refs are human and Absolutely. they do make mistakes. And, uh, sports psychology
3: degree, correct? Is that yes?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. PhD. PhD. It's that's got- why we call him Doc it's doctor
3: wild. wild. Yeah, <laughs> so he gets his PhD. The doctor is to like in. six grand a year. For- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that paid itself off.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: so I think, uh, we're probably over our time right now. Uh, that was a good time. Yeah, are we are we in encore uh, mode right now? Oh yeah, I after. think we are. Uh, well, uh, uh, thank you for listening. Um, Got to mention right now, this is episode three of the podcast. Um, I
2: what? Is it technical issue? What? Are you Are we going to do another one after this? You want to do another one after this?
0: We can yeah.
2: yeah We can if you're feeling it If you're properly lubed up Okay. We can
0: Well Yeah well, on. Oh is. no can, can we Can, <laughs> can we close from the Can show. we close right, this one So I you know can take a piss That's all That's all the time we have right now yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know It's time for a dump and change We're out